while you've been out, while you've been at work, while you've been taking care of stuff, we've compiled a composite of the latest and biggest stories of the day to help you get caught up. This is 830 News on the Go. With Friday's 830 on the Go, I'm Mark Fry, and here are just some of the headlines for December 8th, 2023. We're learning more about a deadly crash that happened Thursday in Minneapolis. An EMS task force is meeting for the first time in St. Paul, and Eden Prairie is working to address its deer population. Today's top story, the Minnesota BCA is looking into an officer-involved shooting that happened in broad daylight at a busy intersection in St. Paul on Thursday. Today was a scary day for St. Paul. One of the most scary calls that American received is that an officer has been injured by gunfire on duty. St. Paul Mayor Melvin Carter, after a city police officer was wounded in an armed confrontation yesterday afternoon at the intersection of Creton and Marshall. The officer was responding to a call that a woman was being followed by a man that was barred from contacting her. Police say the suspect fired first and the officer suffered a leg wound, then returned fire. We are all breathing a sigh of relief that our officer is recovering. We are in prayer alongside the families of the involved individuals and we are committed just like we are in any incident involving an officer involved shooting to the highest levels of transparency and accountability. Police say the suspect is hospitalized with life-threatening injuries. Al Shock, Newstalk A3O, WCCO. The officer who was shot has been released from the hospital. We're learning more about a multi-vehicle crash yesterday in Minneapolis that left two people dead. The Star Tribune reporting 56-year-old Guled Muhammad of Minneapolis and 20-year-old Ryan Rivera of Robbinsdale died at the scene of the crash. That took place about 5.56 p.m. on Hiawatha Avenue south at East 26th Street. Police say a Mercedes was speeding south on Hiawatha when it crossed the median, slamming it into a Ford Mustang in another vehicle. Both drivers were taken to the hospital with life-threatening injuries. The driver and passenger of the third vehicle were both killed. It's believed the driver of the Mercedes suffered medical complications prior to the crash. Three people are now charged in a scheme to defraud the Minnesota Medical Assistance Program and of nearly $11 million. Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison announced the 24 charges yesterday in what is the largest ever Medicaid fraud prosecution by an attorney general's office. One of the men charged is 48-year-old Abdi Rashid Syed of Fridley, who's scheduled to appear in court this afternoon. Syed was convicted last year of Medicaid fraud and ordered to repay the state $77,000. Taylor Rivera, News Talk 830 WCCO. More charges are filed against the son of a former Minnesota lawmaker in connection with a car crash that killed five women earlier this year. Derek John Thompson now faces federal fentanyl dealing charges. According to authorities, police found the drug in pill and powder form inside the rental car Thompson was driving when it slammed into the vehicle carrying the five women. Thompson already faces other state charges, including illegally owning a firearm as a felon and five counts of criminal vehicular homicide. His father is former Minnesota State Representative John Thompson, who served one term in St. Paul. A legislative task force on emergency medical services is holding its first hearing in St. Paul Friday. They're gathering public information on how EMS crews can better serve the public. Among the key issues are a lack of new EMS providers and long response times in rural areas. State Representative John Hewitt of Rosemont. Is the public willing to put in the coffers another level of public safety per se? Is this considered public safety? So realistically, this whole group behind me want that input of their public. That's why the, the task force will be going out state. 
Members of the task force say the state's emergency management system is on the verge of collapse because of lack of revenue. The task force meets next in Mount Iron, which is one area where EMS response time can be more than an hour. Lawmakers will consider recommendation by the task force in the 2025 session. St. Paul Police taking a unique approach when it comes to traffic stops. It's called Project Self Stop. It's kind of like pulling yourself over for a traffic stop, except you won't get a ticket, but you might get a voucher to fix a broken taillight or maybe help pay for new license tabs. Chief Axel Henry says anyone can drive up and have someone look at their vehicle and maybe learn a little bit about traffic stops and how they're supposed to go. All the safeguards that are in place in our department from body cameras to business cards that we do and the fact is that we the police and our community all want these stops to to go safely and to be safe and the, the whole goal here is community safety. He says they recently decided to focus on driving behavior as opposed to equipment violations but officers still wanted the opportunity to help community members. Laura Oaks News Talk 830 WCCO. That event is free and it takes place Saturday from 10 to 2 in a parking lot south of the state fairgrounds. The University of Minnesota Medical School is expanding for the first time in 50 years. The Board of Regents today approving the addition of the Centra Care Regional Campus St. Cloud location, which will expand the medical school's class by 24 students per year beginning in 2025. The university adds that the program will be educating 96 students by 2029 with an overall class size increase of 10%. And Eden Prairie is trying to get a hold of its deer population. Eden Prairie's deer management program looks to maintain the city's white-tailed deer population at 20 to 25 deer per square mile of suitable habitat. The program started in the late 90s. It was quite a bit higher. We were able to kind of manage it. The last few winters have kind of helped us bring that population down a little bit to where it's supposed to be. Matt Bourne is the city's Parks and Recreation Services Manager and says Eden Prairie's deer population is quite a bit higher than it has been historically, adding the program is about keeping a healthy deer population. USDA staff is out there starting at about dusk, so it's usually uh, less frequent when residents are out using our trail systems, our conservation areas. Meat from any deer removed through the deer management program is donated to food shelves and families in need. Thank you for listening to 830 On The Go. You can find each day's On The Go and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO.